We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Mm, hello, loves and uh, non-loves. It is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN on a Tuesday, and uh, I wanted to whip out... <laughs> Well, uh, <laughs> I wanted to uh, bring out some uh, something that uh, I've been wanting to do, and that is your Hidden Gems movies. Look, we've all heard of Blazing Saddles. We've all heard of The Godfather, The Godfather 2, Goodfellas, Casino. But lurking out there in the world of movies on Netflix and on Amazon, there are a myriad of movies which are absolutely sensational. And at the beginning of the topic, I told you, I don't know if I should be proud of this or not, but uh, over the weekend, I bought Kill the Irishman. Not to be confused with The Irishman, with uh, Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci and all those guys, but uh, Kill the Irishman is about the gang war in Cleveland in the mid-1970s, which was basically uh, introduced by the Irish mobster Danny Green. And even though you probably have never heard of the movie, you certainly would know the people in the movie. Uh, Val Kilmer is in it, uh, outstanding performance by Mr. Kilmer. Um, Paul Sorvino has a small part. Uh, the guy in The Sopranos who played uh, Larry Burris, I can never remember his real name, um, he is in the movie, and Hidden Gem Movies. And there's another one, and maybe this isn't a hidden gem, I really don't know, but uh, the one I've watched uh, overnight last night, because um, <laughs> I uh, fall asleep and then I wake up and I can't get back to sleep, is uh, 13 Days, about the Cuban Missile Crisis. And, okay, the way I operate is I'll watch a movie, I'll watch it over and over and over again, that's for our Canadian listeners, and then um, I will go back and I will look at the history of what went into the movie. And having had a chance to listen to the tapes of the actual meetings uh, JFK had with RFK during the Cuban Missile Crisis, <clears throat> I'm amazed by the accuracy of the movie. It is poetic license or artistic license taken? Absolutely, positively. It is taken. It's not meant to be a documentary. It's like uh, Oliver, Oliver Stone's JFK is another hidden gem. And I know it was a blockbuster at the box office, but my goodness, we're already talking 30 years ago. And I've seen that movie more times than I can count. And you talk about star power 
in that movie. Kevin Costner, Sissy Spacek, Tommy Lee Jones, Joe Pesci. And frankly, I happen to believe that that movie comes a lot closer to the truth than the Warren Commission did about the assassination of uh, President Kennedy. And uh, Exhibit A would be the fact that and forgive my repetition of stuff I've talked about before, but, you know, here we are 60 years almost after the murder of JFK, which was supposedly perpetrated by a communist sympathizer lone nut, and they still are hiding documents? That makes absolutely zero logical sense. If that was really the story, why are they still hiding documents? It makes no sense at all. And, uh, oh, I see Barack Obama's uh, chef died in a drowning accident. Didn't he have another chef who was on a hike who also died on a hike in a drowning accident? I just got to, or was that the Clintons? I, I, I've lost track. But uh, anyway, you know, it is, uh, it is what it is. And uh, that's uh, what happens. You hang out with jackals and uh, you're going to get bit sooner or later. So your uh, hidden gem movies. Here is uh, Richard in Clarence. Hello, Dick. Richard, you're on WBEN. Hello. All right. Richard is no longer with us. Uh, so let us go to a uh, Bowerly Babe. Um, line five, um, Josh, is not going to make it today. Here is uh, Linda in Lockport. You're on WBEN. Hello. Hi. How are you? Yes, ma'am. Uh, uh, well, first of all, I have to say that I like Monty Python. <laughs> Do you also like Pink Floyd? N- you know, it never did it for me. Sorry. So See, two, okay, you know? the Bowerly theory is proven correct. So marriage is out of the question, and uh, uh, well, I, I'm very sorry okay. about that. But That's all right. I understand. <clears throat> <laughs> these things, these anyway. things happen, but you, you've yes, got right. a uh, a hidden gem movie. Yes, I. You probably have seen it, I bet. But it's an Australian movie called Breaker Marant. Um, I'm kind of embarrassed no? to say that I've not seen it. Oh my no. goodness! Oh yeah, it's a war movie. It's about the Boer War and supposed war crimes that happened and how these these three uh, officers were, were court-martialed. And it's just it's Edward Woodward. He's so good. He's Breaker Morant. And uh, Brian Brown, Australian, a uh, couple of people. But it's it's by Bruce Beresford. It's just really gripping. And it's very frustrating because they're basically being real, um, kind of like a scapegoated. You know, something a lot of other people were doing, but they were held up as an example. And uh, now, As yeah, I recall really- my Boer War history, was it not the British who set up the world's first concentration camps during the Boer War? And uh, in retaliation, the Boers also kept the English under very harsh conditions, under which Winston I, Churchill actually escaped uh, to be lauded oh, by. Yeah. Is that in the movie? Uh, no, that's not. But I, I did read about uh, uh, Winston Churchill being, yeah, that whole, that's pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what he was able to do, <clears throat> excuse me, out of a Boer prison. Um, now, for those for those who don't know, the Boer War was a South African thing, and it was between the Boers or the Bowers, the farmers of South Africa, right. and the British Empire, correct? Yes, right. And the I title the of that movie, I've never seen any movie on the Boer War. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, the Boers were a Dutch extraction, I believe, right? Um, I'm not sure. I just know that Boer may be uh, derived from the German Bauer, which is peasant or uh, or farmer. Oh, 
did not know that. That would make sense. Yeah. Um, well, uh, the question you asked before, I forgot what it was. Um, the the uh, name, well, the name of the movie. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, Breaker Marat. Uh, Harry Marat was one of the officers, and he broke horses, so his nickname was Breaker. So that was named after him. One of the characters. So, okay, to the best of your knowledge, how historically accurate is it? Keeping in mind, okay, for entertainment purposes only, I don't care. Like, for example, the Day of the Jackal is not historically accurate. It is a fiction that was loosely based upon an OAS attempt on uh, Charles de Gaulle's life. But it is an amazing movie. I've seen that once, but I was kind of falling asleep. It was late, so I'd like to see it again, definitely. Um, I think it's. I think that Breaker Morant is is quite accurate. They they show um, it, the, the story what happened in flashbacks, and I mean, obviously I haven't read, yeah I haven't read a whole lot about it, but it's you know they showed how the court case and how they you know the frustration of I mean, their defense seemed very very good, and yet there there's no. They were just not listening to anything they had to say. They were bound and determined to get these, you know, make make an example of, of these three. So it's just really frustrating, you know, even though what they did probably, you know. I mean, there's, there aren't many movies about the Boer War. And for a no, long time, no. there weren't many movies about World War One. And right. another, let me tell you another hidden gem movie. Maybe people saw it, uh, when it was on uh, Netflix or Amazon, whatever it was. But The Lost Battalion. It oh. is an amazing World War One movie, and it came out prior oh. to "They Shall Not Grow Old." Right. Uh, I'd like to see that. I, I'm starting to watch more World War One movies, you know, but it's, like there aren't as many, obviously. Right. Well, the, okay. The um, thing, and I, I, I want to put you on hold because I want to talk to you more about this because a, you're a babe, and b, not many women are that into war movies, but. Um, the thing about World War One, as I've said on many, many occasions on the air over the years, to understand the 20th century, you cannot understand the 20th century unless you understand World War One and what happened. And there's a great free documentary you can watch on YouTube, and it's called The Guns of August, and it's based on the Barbara Tuchman um, history of World War One, and it actually is referenced in the movie. Uh, 13 days with uh, Kevin Costner and World War One um, has gotten lost in the sauce. There was all quiet on the Western Front, 1929, 1930. There was wings about the aerial component of the war, but it kind of devolved into a sappy love story like Pearl Harbor, the movie. Um, but anyway, um, the World War One movies. The Lost Battalion. Is that Ricky Schroeder? I'm, I'm having a mental block. But it is so amazingly good. And little known story is my great-grandfather was actually involved, not as part of the Lost Battalion, but in the 77th Division, as I recall. And the bird that uh, helped the Lost Battalion uh, find rescue in the woods of France, Bonami, uh, was actually uh, taxidermized and is on display at the uh, Smithsonian. Bowerly talking about hidden gem movies. And it's not every day that uh, we have a lady calling in to recommend a movie about the Boer War, a, a, a war which nobody in America has any idea what it was about. Probably most people in the U.K. have no idea what it's about. 
Well, another uh, World War One movie. Have you ever seen Gallipoli? Oh my goodness! Uh, Mel Gibson. Mm-hmm. Mel no, Gibson. Oh, I have gosh. I I have not. Uh, but Gallipoli was an absolute disaster, and yep. our good our good friend yep. Winston Churchill was actually responsible for that. Although he tried to blame the admirals for blowing the element of surprise. Uh, yeah, Gallipoli isn't based. I mean, I, I don't think on anyone really, you know, uh, true. But it's about two friends who join up and go through training, and they try to get the cavalry, but neither can ride horses. So it's, you know, it's funny. <laughs> but one ends up being a runner because, uh, you know, messages between trenches uh, because they're really fast, you know, and uh, it's just heartbreaking. You know, it's more about, you know, the personal side of war, but you really see like how stupid, what a massacre that was, just, just ridiculous, and oh. It's heartbreaking. Well, I mean, Gallipoli was not only a massacre, and the Turks absolutely destroyed the ANZUS forces uh, that were in Gallipoli, but it was so ill-prepared. You had guys dying of dysentery, guys dying of dehydration, inadequate medical supplies, and the whole thing was an absolute disaster. And despite his later success in World War II, Churchill never lived down uh, Gallipoli. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I Apparently. have to read more about Churchill because, yeah, he's he really got around. He was involved in a, a lot of things. You're right, not just World War II, right? Well, Chur- Churchill is, you know what, he, to me, uh, it's funny you should mention this because, to me, Churchill is one of the most enigmatic and hypocritical characters of the 20th century because here is a guy who was all about democracy and freedom and yet he did the so-called naughty deal with Stalin about influence in the Mediterranean after the Second World War and not Mm -hmm. to mention his thoughts on Gandhi and Indian independence. I mean, there are a lot of reasons to love Winston Churchill, but there are a lot of reasons to hate Winston Churchill. No, that's, yeah, good point. I mean, like a lot of people, they're you know they're not all good or bad, but right. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're telling me. <laughs> um, yeah. and any other any other hidden gem movies that you want to bring up? Not that I can think of. It's just that those two, I think, probably because they're Australian, don't get a lot of play, you know. But boy, they're really worth watching. I mean, but, I, I mean, even women, I think, would like Gallipoli just from the you know the personal angle. And man, I tell you, Mel Gibson is drop dead gorgeous on that. Not that that's important, but you know. Wow, well, forget, uh, of, of know, course it is. Young but, <laughs> well, but well, we all were. But um, whenever okay. you see Mel Gibson, um, is it possible for you to imagine Mel Gibson without the hot tub conversation with his former girlfriend? I don't know about that one. Okay, you're going to have to look that up online because okay. if I read the transcript, oh. if I read the transcript okay. right now, I will be in uh, in trouble. <laughs> Okay, uh, girlfriend. I'll find that out. Okay. Uh, yeah, she was uh, not uh, born in the West. I'll put it that way. Oh, uh, yes, yes. Yeah. Thank, thank you very much. See, sometimes whenever uh, life sucks, I will listen to the tapes of Mel Gibson and realize no matter what you can possibly say to somebody, it will never be as bad as what Mel Gibson said. All right, it is uh, 426. Hidden Gem Movies. And I am amazed at at what is coming in today. And again, we all know the classic movies. We all know what people appreciate and enjoy. And one of my uh, hidden gems that I mentioned at the beginning of the show is uh, 13 Days. You guys seem to be into Kevin Costner today. 13 Days on the Cuban Missile Crisis is actually amazing. And the 
what I guess what really uh, puts it over the top for me is the casting. Because can you imagine being cast as John F. Kennedy? I mean, with your head on. Can, can you imagine that? And the guy who plays Robert F. Kennedy is a dead ringer, probably a bad choice of words, uh, a dead ringer for Robert F. Kennedy. And the movie itself is, uh, it's gripping, it is suspenseful, it is dramatic. You know how it's going to end up, but it is, uh, it really is pretty incredible. 13 days. Saw it when it was on for free. I liked it so much, I bought it. Same thing with uh, the movie Legend about the Cray Twins in London in the 1960s. It, it I didn't I didn't want to let it go. And there's another movie that I've mentioned before on the program that I really like and I've gotten mixed reviews from you guys on whether or not you like it, but it's called The Outfit. And the the, the title is kind of a double entendre. Um The Outfit is I've said this before and I'll repeat myself as I often do. The Outfit is a school of acting. Everybody in the movie is absolutely phenomenal. Phenomenal. And when you first start watching it, you're going to think it's about a tailor shop. It isn't about a tailor shop. It's far deeper than that. It's Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN with your hidden gem movies. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Okay, uh, welcome. It is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. And, you know, uh, uh, look, a lot of movies get a lot of great PR, and some movies do not. And what I'm looking for right now is movies that might not have received the best PR, but you think they're really, really good. And sometimes, look, even the best PR can fade after a while. Now, I recall in the early 1970s, uh, 73, when. Uh, Fred Zinnemann's Day of the Jackal came out. I remember hearing about that as a little kid and thinking, wow, that sounds like a really good movie. Of course, I wouldn't have appreciated it at 9 or 10 years old, but um, I watched it as a grown-up. And as I've told you guys before, 
I uh, put it on late at night, and I literally could not stop watching it. It was that good. I've watched interviews of Edward Fox talking about the movie. That's how good it is. Best part about it is Edward Fox is only five foot six. And I'm just saying I appreciate shorter guys who can play a role like that for obvious reasons. Anyway, uh, your hidden gem movies. And uh, again, I don't recall how much it did at the box office or how big it was at the time. But 13 days about the Cuban Missile Crisis. um, I love the movie. I absolutely love it. Legend about the Cray gangster twins in London. I love it. It's just, it's a great movie. And what makes a great movie, uh, obviously plot, obviously uh, screenplay, and obviously the acting. And Tom Hardy blew me away so much in Legend that I started looking up other movies with Tom Hardy. And it is just the man is a he's a phenom of nature. Let's just put it that way. So your hidden gem movies. Can't believe we actually had one about the Boer War um, from a lady, no doubt. Uh, Laura in Buffalo on WBEN. Hello. Hello, Tom. How are you? Yes, ma'am. Okay. So, okay. I love Three Stooges. I love oh. Pink Floyd. And I love Monty Python. Okay, um, two out of three ain't bad, in the immortal words of uh, Meatloaf. (laughs) So my hidden gem movie, you were just talking about how you look up movies based on a specific actor. I get on actor kicks as well. Jeff Goldblum was my actor kick at one point. And I came, so you search his name to see what other movies come up, and Transylvania 65000 popped up. And I watched it. It was so stupid cheesy. I absolutely loved it. It's it's a cross between Clue and and it's like a a murder mystery type of a movie. It 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 it's so cheesy. And Gina Davis, Jeff Goldblum, so fun. It's it's kind of one of those mindless movies. It's not heavy. It's comedic. You can enjoy it. It's suspenseful, but not super suspenseful to where you're stressed out. And it's just a really nice cast of actors that you really get into. It's so cute. Uh, That is uh, very interesting. Now, uh, Jeff Goldblum actually, as I recall, married a woman with whom I used to work when she worked here, well, at the other radio station, Emily Smith. Shelly, I love Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, right. But I'm just, I'm just saying that uh, his wife, I, I'm pretty sure, is from Buffalo. Nice. Yeah. So, just thought I'd throw that in as a little bit of trivia. Um, are there any other hidden gem movies that you would recommend for people? I mean, no. movies that will entertain us without uh, overly stressing us out or freaking us out. No, not that I can think of off the off the uh, top of my head, but that that was the one that was sticking in my head. I'm like, I I, I got to mention this one because it's one of those cheesy '80s movies that you can just sit down and enjoy. Okay, give us the title of it again because I have the attention span of a goldfish. <laughs> Transylvania six five thousand. Transylvania 65000. Have you, speaking of Transylvania, have you ever seen uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula? You know what? 
I saw it so long ago that if I were to watch it, it would be like I was watching it again for the first time. So it's one of those movies you know you watched, but it's so long ago that you forgot everything in it. How about Sleepy Hollow, Johnny Depp? Oh, of course. That's one of those. You've got to watch that every October. Ah, I can't believe you said that. You just took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so that was my contribution. Well, and I appreciate your contribution. Um, in fact, we're going to put a tip jar at the bottom of the uh, Bowerly on WBEN Facebook page for even greater contributions. Uh, thank you kindly, Laura. I appreciate the call. Now, here are my Bowerly babes. Uh, Josh, line four is not going to make it here. Here's uh, Carolyn in uh, West Seneca. Carolyn, you're on WBEN. Hello. Hi, Tom. Um, yeah, I, this movie I thought was pretty popular. It's only a few years old, called The Twelfth Man. Have you heard of it? Um, which Twelfth Man is it? Oh, um, I'm, I'm thinking okay, about so- this because one of the movies you guys recommended, um, and it was not a hidden gem, it was one that was right out there in the public, was Twelve Angry Men. And I watched the original, and then I tried getting through the uh, follow-up version with James Gandolfini. I thought the original was much better. Yeah, no, that's not the one. The Twelfth Man is about um, World War II. It's uh, 12 spies that were captured by the Germans. I believe it was in Norway. Um, it's it's about Kurt Stage, um, the German officer that was chasing down. Um, his name was... Thomas Gulstad, who played John Balstrud. It was a 2017 movie. It's a great movie. I bought it. I've watched it several times. Anything World War II, that's what I'm into. <laughs> but just so I'm clear about this, this is about the Nazis capturing somebody? Yeah. In fact, Kurt Stage was, um, he was uh, convicted war criminal in the Nuremberg trials, and he was hung. Well, I don't want to speak about his personal life. I presume he was hanged. <laughs> hanged. <laughs> yes, thank you. I just wanted to, for the sake of clarification of that. I don't know um, that personally, Tom. <laughs> well, I, I wasn't insinuating that you did know it personally. Yeah, I. Uh, Thanks for but, the correction. No, it, it's it's like it's like the old joke about the plastic surgeon who hung himself. Um, but anyway, I digress. Uh, yeah. There. There was another, oh my goodness, there was another movie that, okay, it's a hidden gem. Operation, uh, Anthropoid, Anthropoid. You like World War II movies, right? Oh, no, I have to write that down. Okay, Anthropoid um, is about the attempt by the Czech resistance, which actually succeeded in killing Reinhard Heydrich, who was uh, basically probably going to take over the SS from Heinrich Himmler. But Anthropoid is a phenomenal movie. I will tell you it does not have a happy ending. No. I know. I've seen it. Um, I didn't remember the name, but I was just watching... um, videos like you i fall asleep and i watch world war ii i constantly am watching them and i took this in history in college and there was a book and i've given it away and i cannot remember the guy's name that wrote it he had both theaters it was um did the holocaust in it it was really well written um but yeah world war ii i was watching that that movie i've seen it but i couldn't remember the name 
Um, well, let's let's explore anyway. that a little bit more. The best World War II movie you have ever seen. Now, a lot of people would say Saving Private Ryan. There was also D-Day with John Wayne and about a million other World War II movies. Is there one that just stands out as being preeminent in your mind? Well, I don't know how accurate it was, but before The Twelfth Man, I was obsessed with uh, Red October. So you I don't mean know if that was... The Hunt for Red October? Yeah, Red October. Yeah, The Hunt for Red October. Okay. Uh, here's here's something very, very interesting. Uh, right now, DARPA is actually, those are the like big you know, scientific military guys who gave us the wonders of invisibility suits and stuff. Know them very well. Uh, but uh, the people at DARPA are actually working on the same kind of propulsion system that was first posited in popular literature by Tom Clancy and made famous by The Hunt for Red October, during which, interestingly, Alec Baldwin shoots a guy to death. Yep, yep. Um, Good. That was kind of a laugh line, but I guess not really, unless you have a very no, sick I... sense of humor, as I do. Um, <laughs> I don't well, want to get in trouble with that. Um, the other, um, what else did I want to mention about World War II? I, I do home care with elderly, and I'll tell you to sit and listen to some two guys, two separate men, that were in the Battle of the Bulge. Literally amazing. And to sit in here from firsthand, them being captured, well, one being captured. They were, um, oh, hold on, we need to, uh, hold on, my love, my love. We need to continue this conversation, okay, because I was just watching something on the Battle of the Bulge last night, okay? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hold on, please. Um, clearly, I have way too much time on my hands these days, but was literally just watching it. Uh, talking about your hidden gem movies, and did we lose the uh, last person there, Josh, who was going to talk to us about the battle? I'm sorry? Okay, I'm sorry. Line line one. Uh, clearly, I'm dyslexically challenged here. Uh, so anyway, uh, you were talking to us about World War II movies, and you had mentioned um, people with whom you are associated as a home care person who were actually in the Battle of the Bulge, which was the final major German assault of the war on the Western Front, where they tried to poke a hole in some green American soldiers and make their way to Antwerp to stop the supplies from reaching the front lines, correct? Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty amazing to be hearing these stories firsthand. Two different people, but yeah, both being in the Battle of the Bulge. The one um, gentleman had been captured, and they had been looting some of the stuff off the Germans when they got captured. And he was just trying to kind of nonchalant, just dropping the stuff, trying to be, trying to hide the fact that he was getting rid of the stuff because he didn't know what was going to happen. But, you know, and, and you don't prod these people too much because some of this is very traumatic. Absolutely. But I don't know. As they get older, they, you know, they want to talk about stuff. I just connect with them. They open up. And I just think that it's it's so amazing to, to have that firsthand story coming from someone who actually was there um and then i did mention there was well if, if if i might if i might interrupt um they were actually lucky to have been captured alive because during yeah. the first battle of the bulge the first ss panzer under the command of a guy named piper murdered mm -hmm. surrendered americans oh yeah 
Right, exactly. And he eventually was blown. He eventually was blown up sometime in the '60s or '70s, so he got his just desserts. <laughs> Seriously, he lived. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the yes, the sir. commander of that particular SS Waffen SS unit was uh, dealt with uh, in the '60s or '70s. Somebody blew up his house, and I'm oh, pretty sure God. that nobody shed too many tears. No, I'm sure they didn't. <laughs> No, but the but, other gentleman was, uh, he's actually, he's a citizen now, and he was captured, he was a German captured by the Russians. Oh. And let me tell you, he was he was starved down quite a bit. I don't think his body ever fully recovered, but yeah. And wait, he's still, he's still alive because a lot of those guys captured by the Russians did not get out until after Stalin died in 53, including my great uncle. And he returned to Germany an absolute alcoholic wreck. Oh, gee. No, and he, he, didn't, he did not live that long after uh, the Soviets let him go. But uh, on the other hand, the Soviets lost 20 million citizens because of the Nazi genocidal invasion. So can't really be too tough on the Soviets. Not at all. No, no. And that's when the Germans, if they were going to be caught, they wanted to be caught by the Americans. Definitely avoided the Russians as much as possible. Yeah, but he, you know, this guy survived. He said he came back here. He married, had one daughter and. Yeah, you know, I mean he's gone now. He passed away, but like most World War Two people, there aren't many left. If there's any, oh, there are there are a few. Uh, there definitely are a few. I mean, uh, Tony Bennett was a World War Two veteran, just died this week at ninety six. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, thank you, thank you very much. I uh, appreciate the call. And uh, hey, some of us. <clears throat> I'm sorry, but some of us are old enough to have met World War One veterans, and there haven't been uh, World War One veterans alive on this earth for uh, quite some time. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.